Sarah and I are super excited to announce our new sponsor, Oakley. Express your style and build a look that's made for you. And I know for me, I have super sun-sensitive blue eyes. So not only does Oakley check my fashion box, but it checks my necessity box. Oakley's changing the game and it's time to discover a whole new world of possibilities. Maybe you run, maybe you golf, maybe you just flat out train. I don't know. Maybe you just want to look like Lamar Action Jackson. If any of those are true, you need to get yourself a pair of Oakleys today. Suited for everyday eyewear with frames and lenses allowing for an extension of self. Really, it's an expression of your personality. There's more than meets the eye. And here on The Vault, we're all about look good, feel good, perform good. And that's why Oakley is the perfect partner for us. We do not leave the house in the morning without rocking our Oakleys. And hey, since it's officially almost summer, you may want to upgrade your sunglasses game right now. Check out Oakley.com to get yourself a pair today. I know my go-to sunglasses are the custom frog skins, so maybe take an extra look at them while you're there. Oakley even offers prism lens technology, which is a proprietary technology to Oakley and available for everyday settings as well. If you're interested in learning more, head on over to Oakley.com and do your own research. And while you're there, get yourself a pair of everyday glasses that'll be sure to change your look for the better. When you wear Oakley, there really is more than meets the eye. But don't just trust me. Try for yourself. I've worn a lot of sunglasses brands in my life. I know Sarah has as well. We feel like we can both confidently say that Oakley's not only the best looking, but the best quality out there. So head on over to Oakley.com for more information today. The Ravens had their first voluntary organized team activity Monday and several veterans were in attendance. We'll take you through the list of who practiced and who didn't. And while Lamar Jackson was not one of those veterans on Monday, two more reports emerged corroborating what our source told us about his plans for the week. So more on that ahead. I'm Sarah Ellison alongside Bobby Trossett. It is Tuesday, May 23rd, and this is your morning Ravens update from Inside the Vault. So for the first time since all of the off-season buzz surrounding DeAndre Hopkins in Baltimore, D-Hop finally opened up about the possibility of playing alongside Lamar Jackson. Plus, the Ravens made two transactions Monday, adding a familiar face to the quarterback room while already cutting one of their 2021 draft picks. We have all that and more coming up. Thanks for waking up in the morning vault, where you get the most important Ravens news in about 15 minutes. So the Ravens' first session of voluntary organized activities of the offseason kicked off Monday with several vets in attendance. And, of course, a handful of others were not. We'll get to that. The session itself was not open to the media. That's going to be held on Wednesday. But, Sarah, who are some of the notable players seen from the, the content released by the team that we should mention? Yeah, well, first off, it appeared that almost all of the receivers were in attendance. Perhaps most notably was third-year player Rashad Bateman. Now, that's obviously significant because, as we all know, Bateman is coming off that Liz Frank foot surgery, which he had in November, and it ended his 2022 season after just six games. So, Bobby, to see him running out there and looking pretty smooth while doing it, well, that's good news seeing how hard it usually is 
to come back from these Liz Frank injuries and how long it can take to do that. And I'm sure the Ravens will continue to be cautious with him moving forward, but by all signs, he's doing well, and it's only May. And remember, just last week, Eric DaCosta said that the team, everybody in the front office, the coaches, they think Bateman is going to, quote, blow up this year. Now, while Bateman looked good, probably the person that got the most airtime from the video that the team put out, that was Ravens first round rookie receiver Zay Flowers. In this video, he just made play after play with some nice receptions and his, you know, what he's his calling card moves after the catch. Then also new free agent signing Nelson Aguilar was also highlighted, and that's coming off of just last week when he was working out with Lamar Jackson in Florida. So shifting gears, as we mentioned on Monday's morning vault, Odell Beckham Jr. was in town over the weekend. He received the honor of delivering the classic riders up call at Preakness. So we kind of were thinking he'd probably be in attendance on Monday. Was that the case? He was not seen in that video sent out by the team, Bobby. Now, maybe he was there and just didn't make the video, but you would think if you were on the field, those cameras would be all over him and they would have highlighted him. So my hunch is that he wasn't there, but I suppose it's possible he was inside the building and not out there on the field. But he wasn't the only one that wasn't seeing that video. Other starters like Ronnie Stanley, Mark Andrews, Roquan Smith, Marlon Humphrey, J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, and of course, Lamar Jackson. None of those guys were seen on that video either. All right, we'll circle back around to Lamar in just a second. But first, let's get to the rest of the notable guys who were in attendance along with the younger ones we've seen throughout football school the last couple of weeks. So who else do you got? All right. So top safety, Marcus Williams, uh, he was there, which was, you know, good news for that defense. And then starting right tackle Morgan Moses, this guy's a veteran. He's been around. He's got a big family. I wasn't sure if he was going to make it, but he was there. And of course, kick kicker, Justin Tucker, uh, you know, it's not like he's, you know, needing to get the new offense in, but, but Tucker was there and then Bobby, get ready for this. Your favorite guy inside linebacker, Patrick queen. He was there. Now, Queen is somebody who many have speculated that he might want to be traded, an idea that I've pushed back against. And in fact, one of the two hosts on this show keeps bringing up the fact that he scrubbed his social media of Ravens images. And I'll just say that host is not me. So, Bobby, let me turn the tables here and ask you, is the fact that Queen's voluntarily in town for these OTAs and he's coming back for a defense that he already knows, is that enough for you? to now believe that he is all in with the Ravens this season. How'd I know you'd be circling back around on this, right? As you should have, as you should have. Uh, it, it's definitely a great start, right? And and here's to PQ embracing that same exact mindset we saw from Chuck Clark, right? The one he leaned into this time last year. An egoless, refuse-to-lose mentality after Kyle Hamilton and Marcus Williams were brought into the secondary. So, yeah. Absolutely. I'll be super curious to see if he's willing to meet with the media at some point throughout OTAs, where he's at, where his demeanor is, and just his overall mindset being that Trenton Simpson was drafted, you know, to essentially be his future replacement. So just to be clear, every time we mention PQ, you're not going to bring up that he scrubbed his social media, just to be clear. <laughs> well, I think judging by the comments, you know, in recent weeks, uh, if I say something along the lines of, you know, PQ scrubbed his social media of all things Ravens, then I'm going to get ripped. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. 
You're, you're good for now. All right. <laughs> Thank you for being a good sport on that one. And I think at the end of the day, we're just messing around with each other. I think at the end of the day, both of us can agree that PQ and Roquan at inside linebacker, this duo is going to be one of the best, if not the best in the league. And PQ is in position to earn himself a big paycheck. Absolutely. Now let's circle back around to Lamar before we close out topic one. As I mentioned on Monday, I spoke to a well-respected source high up within the Ravens organization over the weekend. And I was told that Lamar is expected to be at OTAs this week. Now he was not in attendance as you probably have read or seen by now on Monday, but the week's not over yet. The team's going to have its second OTA session on Wednesday. And again, like I mentioned earlier on, that's going to be open to the media. Yeah, and Bobby, to your point, there were two more reports that corroborate what you were told. Jeff Zrebeck from The Athletic tweeted that Lamar was absent Monday, but he added, quote, the team is hopeful he'll take part in them this week, close quote. And then ESPN's Jameson Hensley tweeted nearly the exact same thing, but he used the word expected instead of hopeful. So he's saying the Ravens expect him to be here this week. That is exactly what we were told. So uh, the bottom line is that the source talking to this show and the sources talking to Jameson and Jeff are all saying the same thing. The team expects Lamar to be there at some point at what capacity and whether Lamar is on the same page. We don't know for sure yet, but that is the team's expectation. And as always, we emphasize that these are voluntary practices. And one last thing that I want to emphasize, Bobby, before we move on, I know that we said we were, but one last thing. Uh, This is just a note of optimism here. Unlike the last two years at this time, the Ravens don't have any players that are still months away from getting on the field, right? Like I said, Bateman's already out there. Lamar and OBJ, those two are coming off injuries, but they're expected to be full participants. So these are all good signs. Same for J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards. So the goal can be instead of just getting players back. The goal during this round of OTAs can be just as much about protecting them and ensuring no new offseason injuries occur. Still to come here on the vault, DeAndre Hopkins finally broke his silence on the possibility of playing alongside Lamar. Sarah and I are super excited to announce our new sponsor, Oakley. Express your style and build a look that's made for you. And I know for me, I have super sun-sensitive blue eyes. So not only does Oakley check my fashion box, but it checks my necessity box. Oakley's changing the game and it's time to discover a whole new world of possibilities. Maybe you run, maybe you golf, maybe you just flat out train. I don't know. Maybe you just want to look like Lamar Action Jackson. If any of those are true, you need to get yourself a pair of Oakley's today. Suited for everyday eyewear with frames and lenses allowing for an extension of self. Really, it's an expression of your personality. There's more than meets the eye. And here on The Vault, we're all about look good, feel good, perform good. And that's why Oakley is the perfect partner for us. We do not leave the house in the morning without rocking our Oakleys. And hey, since it's officially almost summer, you may want to upgrade your sunglasses game right now. Check out Oakley.com to get yourself a pair today. I know my go-to sunglasses are the custom frog skins, so maybe take an extra look at them while you're there. Oakley even offers prism lens technology, which is a proprietary technology to Oakley and available for everyday settings as well. If you're interested in learning more, head on over to Oakley.com and do your own research. And while you're there, 
Get yourself a pair of everyday glasses that'll be sure to change your look for the better. When you wear Oakley, there really is more than meets the eye, but don't just trust me. Try for yourself. I've worn a lot of sunglasses brands in my life. I know Sarah has as well. We feel like we can both confidently say that Oakley's not only the best looking, but the best quality out there. So head on over to oakley.com for more information today. All right, Bobby, it is hard to believe that DeAndre Hopkins is still an Arizona Cardinal, despite how much buzz has been around his trade tendency throughout this entire offseason. But that is still the case. He's still in Arizona at the time of this taping. Yeah, and how much longer that remains to be the case is a conversation for another time because D-Hop finally spoke on the possibility of playing alongside Lamar with the Ravens. Now, he didn't specifically say with the Ravens, but Lamar's under contract for the next five years. So there you have it. And DeAndre's set to turn 31 at some point soon. I believe it's actually next month, if I'm not mistaken. So anyway, here's D-Hop on the I Am Athlete podcast. Uh, I love Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is one of my favorite athletes and since I've been watching sports. I'm a, I'm a sports fan. Uh, so I, I was watching Lamar when he played Clemson, my alumni, and I was like, who is this kid? So I've been a fan of Lamar for a long time. Uh, so, you know, obviously he's one of the greats. And, you know, I would, I would be lying to sit here and say, you know, it wouldn't be an honor one day, uh, you know, if my career allows me to play that long, to play with a great guy and a great quarterback like Lamar. Or, you know, with Tom Brady, I was like, I want to play with a Tom Brady. I'm a receiver. You know, Marsh, you know how it is. As that's right. You want to play you want to play with some of the best quarterbacks, uh, you know, that's out there. And, and Lamar is obviously one of those. So obviously extremely high praise for Lamar there. And hey, awfully good company for him to be in when the GOAT is referenced. But Sarah, what stands out to me the most here is that D Hop is basically suggesting that if he were to have the opportunity to play alongside number eight, it wouldn't exactly be imminent. The quote that also stood out is this quote if my career allows me to play that long that's what he said exactly and that caught my ear yeah so i mean it's not super realistic that the two play together for now and that that quote is telling plus he did name several other quarterbacks that he would like to play with but obviously lamar is definitely on that list and you know all this matches up with what we've been gathering since Eric DaCosta splurged on Odell Beckham Jr. The Ravens are more likely set to ride with the way their wide receiver room is currently constructed. They've totally retooled with OBJ, Zay Flowers, and then Nelson Aguilar. And then they're returning Rashad Bateman and Devin Duvernay, both of whom had their seasons cut short due to foot injuries a year ago. So the only way I could see Hopkins coming to Baltimore this season, maybe it could happen in the future, but this season it would be if the Ravens, knock on wood, this doesn't happen, but uh, if they sustained a few injuries at the position leading up to the trade deadline, and maybe if that same during that same time the Cardinals are struggling, which many are predicting they'll do, and they have a losing record, then maybe the Cardinals would drop their price and even pay for some of Hopkins' cap space the way you know the Bears did with Roquan Smith last year. So, listen, the Ravens are all in this season, and if injuries were to pile up at the position, I don't think EDC would let those injuries derail a postseason push. They just can't do it. So I could see him pulling the trigger in that case. But as of right now, I think this is who the Ravens are riding with. They're healthy guys they already have on the roster. Uh, that's exactly where I'm at with things as well. Plus, Arizona's asking price has seemingly fluctuated throughout this offseason. So I don't know. Perhaps the Ravens aren't willing to meet that kind of compensation at this point. But... 
Here's one more nugget from D hop. You just mentioned it a second ago. He listed out his top five quarterbacks he'd want to play with. One of my favorite quarterbacks that I've, I've been watching since he came in the league is Josh Allen. Josh Ooh. Allen, he reminds me of, he reminds me of an old school or of a new school, Andrew Luck. Mm. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I love Josh Allen, uh, Jalen Hurts, uh, you know, man, he's he, he, Houston kid, your dog, Jalen. Uh, number three, who I would love to to have a ball thrown by, oh, man, Patrick Mahomes, obviously. Ooh, number oh four, num- number four. I'm gonna have to go with. Uh, I got to go with the underdog, man. The people, not not a lot of people. People respect this guy, but you know, as a as a throwing quarterback, Lamar, Lamar Jackson, obviously. And number number five, and Justin Herbert rounded out his top five. But yeah, D Hop is a big Lamar Jackson believer, Sarah. Yeah, as are we. And I think he speaks for a good percentage of the NFL brotherhood, Bobby. It's always NFL players seem to speak more highly of him than, you know, some fans and national media. Okay, Sarah, so just two years after drafting Notre Dame outside linebacker Dalen Hayes in the fifth round, the Ravens went ahead and cut him on Monday, which means he's not even going to have a chance to make the roster during OTAs and training camp this summer. Yeah, Bobby, it's really unfortunate, just an unfortunate development for Hayes, who really the Ravens had a lot of optimism for. He was, I mean, just listening to him talk at podium or whenever he was a guest on shows, he's super bright, super fun guy to be around. He really wanted to have an impact on the community in Baltimore. But according to Jeff Zrebeck, um, Hayes health is just the reason why they're having to cut things so short right now. Um, if you've been paying attention, you probably already know that Hayes pl- has played in just one game over the two years that he, since he's been drafted and they paid him to basically sit on injured reserve all of last year. And, it just doesn't appear he was able to pass his physical to even join his teammates at OTAs. And, you know, otherwise the Ravens do have plenty of young bodies, young players at the position to get through the summer. Uh, Tyus is obviously the veteran of the group, but then you've got other young guys like Godafe Owe, David Ajabo, Jeremiah Moon, and obviously fourth round pick Tavius Robinson. They also have a couple of undrafted rookies to help again, get through the summer. And I still expect them to sign another veteran just before training camp. Yeah, that's just tough luck for, for Dalen. And obviously we wish him the best as he continues to try to recover from that nagging knee injury. Now on the flip side, the Ravens did go ahead and sign a familiar face back to the roster on offense and Sarah, he's not just familiar here in Baltimore, but several other clubs throughout the league. <laughs> yeah, no joke. Eric DaCosta brought back Josh Johnson, and this is the third time he will be with Baltimore. And he's 37 now. He's a 37-year-old journeyman, and he's played for an NFL record 14 teams, to your point. He's familiar with most of the guys here on Baltimore's offense as he played with them in 2016 and then also in 2021 and then probably the most memorable game of his here in Baltimore was that one time he started against Cincinnati where the Ravens lost 41 to 21 both Lamar and Tyler Huntley were hurt please please let the injury bug go away this time around and also in addition to Josh Johnson the Ravens already have Anthony Brown and then undrafted rookie Nolan Henderson out of Delaware and of course the Delaware quarterback is wearing number five out there at practice how fitting and the competition for a roster spot is a little more interesting this time around seeing as how the 
NFL Competition Committee just approved a new rule allowing a team to designate a roster spot to an emergency third quarterback. I'd have to think that was probably implemented based on what we saw last year in the playoffs with the San Francisco 49ers. But nonetheless, that did go uh, through on Monday. This third quarterback, well, it's nice to have it. There are some uh, limitations to it. The Third quarterback cannot be a practice squad call-up. He's got to be on the 53-man roster, and he can only come into the game if the top two cornerbacks are injured. Teams can't bench the top two QBs for this third guy. But nonetheless, it's there, and it's nice to have as insurance. And before we fly, some other quick news items, beginning with this from the L.A. County District Attorney's Office. It has declined to bring charges against Ravens wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr., who, as we discussed weeks ago, had been accused of assaulting a woman. The quote here that was key from a detective was this. There was no evidence to show that an assault occurred. Elsewhere, John Harbaugh and several players are set to speak with the media just after 2 o'clock Eastern on Wednesday afternoon, which will finish up the second OTA practice of this offseason. In other news, the NFL has approved flex scheduling for Thursday night football with teams getting 28 days of notice. It's in effect from weeks 13 through 17 and only two flexes are allowed all season long. Teams cannot play two away Thursday night football games in a single season as well. How about Baltimore's own Carmelo Anthony? He officially announced his retirement from the NBA on Monday after 19 seasons. For those of you local to Baltimore, you know Melo played at Towson Catholic before transferring to Oak Hill for his senior year, then on to Syracuse, and then on to, again, an eventual Hall of Fame NBA career. And finally, the 2025 NFL Draft will be hosted by the Green Bay Packers inside the historic Lambeau Field. On top of that, NFL owners approved that Levi's Stadium in Santa Clara, California is going to host Super Bowl 60. Thanks for listening to The Morning Vault. We create our show to keep you plugged into all things Ravens. So if you've been enjoying our content, please consider joining one of our membership platforms at patreon.com forward slash Ravens Vault podcast. As you know, we have been betting on ourselves by creating content independently from any big broadcast station or corporation. And with your membership support, you'll help us keep churning out daily Ravens content for years to come. And a special shout out to two of our returning patrons this month. Dion Coleman and Lisa Schaffner. We appreciate you both for believing in what we're building here in Baltimore and beyond. We'd also love to hear from everyone, whether you're a patron or not, with comments, questions, or if you'd ever be interested in advertising. You can reach us by email via BaltimoreRavensVault at gmail.com. And that is all the time we've got today in this episode. But as we've been telling you, be sure to submit your questions for this month's mailbag episode, which will be released later this week.